Hello, welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. How are you? How's it going? It's been a long time. Happy New Year. Happy Venus in retrograde. Happy Aquarius season. Happy end of January almost. All of the things. I wanted to jump on here because I feel like I don't really hear a lot of South Asians and Desi people, people of color, brown people, whatever you want, whatever label you want to assign to this group of people, to my ethnicity or whatever it is. I feel like we don't talk about relationships enough in the way that they actually are instead of the way that social media and media in general perceives it to be and I think a lot of us get lost in the sauce and we all want our soulmate we all want our person we all want our partner we're conditioned to believe that especially as straight heterosexual females women we're all conditioned to want a relationship, our other half. And by default, we're considered only half because our other half is somewhere outside of us, right? And so that I've talked about that rhetoric a lot on this podcast. I've talked about that narrative a lot on this podcast. So I'm not going to bore you with, you know, you're whole, you come into this world whole. And if another person, you meet another person that sort of matches your frequency, they're also whole. You kind of add to each other's life in a lot of ways and not compensate for your, you know, perceived gaps. All of that stuff is great. So what happens when you get into a relationship? and it's a good relationship, and it's a happy relationship, and it's a healthy relationship, and Venus is in retrograde right now, which is going to be a big part of my ponderings and my contemplations and what I'm sort of going through, you know, when I think about romantic relationships, because Venus is the planet of love. It's the planet of relationships. It's the planet of give and take. It's the planet of energy exchange. Um, So is you know, and so when she is retrograde, especially in the sign of Capricorn, which is this, you know, big cardinal earth energy that isn't known for being touchy-feely and um, is actually, I would say, the complete opposite of what Venus represents because Capricorn is Saturn ruled and Saturn represents, you know, restriction and self-discipline and groundedness and mastery of the material world. And Venus represents this indulgence and desire and pleasures and sort of using these things to sort of escape from the material world. So you have this, these opposing energies knocking boots, knocking heads, and I'm feeling it right now. I'm feeling that for everybody else too, anybody that I've talked to, anybody that I've been in conversation with in passing or deeper conversation with or whatever it is, they're all having these emotional crisis of, 
I'm not enough. I don't know if I'm going to be a good girlfriend. I don't know if I'm a good wife. I don't know if I'm a good partner. I don't know if I'm a good significant other or whatever, you know, fill in that blank of whatever relationship dynamic you're in. And it's because Venus also rules self-worth and how we see ourselves and how, how much um, our self-esteem and, and what we tie to our self-worth and that's usually our external relationships also the relationship between ourselves but it's usually the people that we surround ourselves by so that again venus is in retrograde it's, i feel it's it's even a bigger deal than mercury in retrograde so you have all of these you know feelings coming up and you have all of these things that are just sort of swaying back and forth in the way of our most important and significant relationships. So how do we deal with it? Sex and intimacy is also something that we talk about. Mars just centered Capricorn today. So, um, but Venus, again, is the one that sort of rules that intimate part of ourselves is sexual fantasies and sex in general. And um, Uranus and Venus retrograde are trining right now. So Uranus is kind of that out of the box, uh, weirdo alien energy. And you couple that with Venus retrograde and you get some weird sex things <laughs> and you get some fantasies. You may get some things in your relationship that come up that are very taboo, that are beyond your comfort zone, that are not necessarily in your pleasure or sparkle zone. You're definitely out of your element. So how do you deal with it, right? I'm getting DMs about people that are in marriages or in relationships that are long-term or even short-term ones that are like, hey, what do I do with this Venus retrograde? you know, my, my boyfriend or my husband or my wife or my girlfriend or whatever, they they want to engage in sexual fantasy and they want to engage in intimacy that we've never had before. And I've personally never had before. And, and people are kind of in shambles right now. Do I really love my partner if I am completely awkward with this? Like questioning their, you know, relationships. And it's really creating this chaos right and that's exactly what venus retrograde represents it's the feminine energy unbridled chaos and feminine energy is already chaotic but then you have the added layer of no limits when you do things in retrograde it's just everything just becomes you know no holds bar everything is on the table everything is up for debate everything is up for reevaluation re and recalibration and um rethinking and you're in a air sign season two aquarius so you're overthinking anyways it's just a fucking clusterfuck dumpster fire of emotions scorpio moon it's just a lot i think mars kind of entering into capricorn really settles it down a little bit because you have this like mask divine masculine energy kind of entering the chat saying hey by the way all of this is fucking going down let's talk about let's let's channel it right let's let's make it productive you're feeling all of these things and all of that stuff why why is it happening let's figure it out and let's make it productive so we can we can have all of this chaos serve us instead of completely unhinge us. Um, but going back to, so that's kind of the astrology surrounding it. Um, but going back to what I was saying about, you know, our South Asian community, Desi community, Brown community, and how we just 
sex is still a taboo there's a lot of shame attached to it there's a lot of baggage attached to it there's a lot of violence and aggression attached to it and so some of most women that dm me are indian pakistani um arab they're you know women of color and that talk to me or or that ask me um even my clients you know about intimacy with their partners and um about their sex lives and we get really personal into the nitty-gritty about how do we talk about sex in a way that is empowering and safe how do we engage in dialogue with our partners about this topic that was never really taught taught to us in childhood we never really talked about it um People are having it. People are having sex. People are being intimate, but nobody's really talking about it. There's no dialogue around it. It's just kind of expected. Um, where does, you know, where do you address shame and baggage and um, violence and all of that stuff in a relationship? When do you address it? Do you address it? Do you just kind of continue as if, you know, there's no elephant in the room? How can you have vulnerable, engaging conversations with your partner without feeling like, you know, it's too much information? When is the right time to share this information? All of that stuff is sort of in question right now. And, um, it's been an influx since actually Venus went retrograde. I'm going back to the astrology because it just really makes sense. Um, astrology is real, folks. And uh, I've, been, I've been getting these questions and, and I've been thinking about how to respond, um, especially, you know, to the DMs. It's been a lot of the same questions. Um, in my private readings, in my one-on-one client readings, I'm able to, you know, respond and elaborate and sort of work through some of, quite frankly, trauma that people have um, when it comes to sex, when it comes to being physical, when it comes to sexual fantasy. And I'm not a professional by any stretch of the imagination. And to be honest, I've been doing some research for the past couple of days myself in terms of how I can deal with this, um, these influx of DMs and these client um, one-on-one readings in the best way possible in the most knowledgeable way possible that is within my capacity so it's been sort of um, an eye-opener for me as well um, I've been looking at you know sex podcasts and articles and support groups on on different social media platforms and there's a lot out there there's a lot um, you know free there's a, there are a lot of free resources out there that that cover this topic but we're still sort of scrambling to figure out like how we fit into the world of intimacy and sex and relationships and it's still no matter how much we've exhausted these topics like every social media platform that I go on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, etc 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 there's some narrative there's rhetoric there's um you know, love coaches, gurus, speakers, TED Talks about relationships, about sex, about intimacy. But for some reason, we're still having a hard time personalizing it and taking this advice and empowering ourselves with it and not just taking these stories and 
burdening our our love lives with it you know sex is an energy exchange and um being intimate with somebody there's an energy exchange and and if that isn't recognized in my opinion and if that isn't talked about or um really felt in a way that all parties involved in this intimate act feel safe and seen and heard and secure it's going to be really difficult and I think the way that I struggle with sort of addressing it is where do I begin how do I validate and empower how do how do people feel seen and heard without feeling ashamed and you know short of therapy because therapy is really inaccessible for a lot of people and doesn't really make sense for um the way people are living right now how do I make it so anybody that asks me about it or anybody that approaches me about it whether it's a private one-on-one reading or a dm or whatever it is what can I say to sort of you know, give them some hope because it seems like a dark tunnel the way that people are coming to me about it. Sex isn't scary, but, and sex isn't, doesn't have to be bad and it doesn't have to be this, you know, topic that we talk about in whispers. It can be something that we choose to address because it can really empower our lives and change our perspectives on the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see our partners the way that we see our bodies the way that we see love and closeness and it's I'm still trying to find the words we are in a mercury retrograde so I'm still trying to find the words I'm still trying to find the best way to address it and I think when it comes to trauma when it comes to baggage and when it comes to violence and aggression that some people a lot of the people that come to me are dealing with when it comes to sex I think the best sort of remedy for that is to accept it all is to accept within yourself because not everybody has a support group not everybody has people that they can go to to talk about it and I think Step number one is to accept that maybe you're you're feeling strange about certain things um, because you've equated sex and intimacy and relationship with some really negative things. And it's okay. It's okay to have trauma. It's okay to still be processing the trauma. And it's okay to not have had the time and the resources and the support network to process the trauma when quote unquote you should have and so when we don't we're not given that opportunity we carry it with us and it becomes heavy and when we get into relationship with others a significant other and sex comes up intimacy comes up we automatically you know are triggered and we shut down and we Um, the trauma comes back up and it's hard to have conversations about trauma with somebody um, that you haven't known your entire life. You don't know what the rules are. You don't know what the etiquette is. We all want to come off as cool and unbothered and, you know, um, this sort of illusion that we're less complex and nuanced than we are. But I implore you to have the conversation with yourself first. Take some time. Take 
all the time that you need. Make sure your partner is patient with you. Um, set boundaries, but also have conversations with your partner, with your significant other, with the people in your life that this impacts directly and say, hey, I need time to process. I don't know how I feel about this yet. And I need time to process and you can be a part of that process, but most of it, I need time to sort of figure out where I sit with it. And the people that are meant to be in your life and the people that love you and support you and understand you will give you that time. Will understand that maybe what they think is comfortable and what they think is okay and sort of clear, um, you might not. There might be issues, right? And that's okay. And it's okay to take the time that you need to figure it out, to sort it out, to accept it, to understand it, and to love yourself through it, and to give yourself patience and grace, and to understand that maybe you don't have all the answers, and maybe there are some things that you still need to heal from and that's okay and you're no less deserving of love and support and a romantic relationship and relationships in general just because you are still healing just because you've begun a healing process we're all in healing we're all in development we're all in progress we're all still loading no one is finished so never feel ashamed for being unfinished you just need to accept and understand that you're unfinished and own it own the fact that maybe you don't have all the answers own the fact that you feel weird own the fact that you feel awkward and traumatized and triggered own the fact that you are healing and that anybody that's in your realm that you love and that love you should and would be honored to be a part of that process if you let them receiving is a big part of that right people that are traumatized or hyper vigilant about being independent and doing things on their own because they don't want to burden anybody else also they don't want to get into it with anybody else it's it's this mechanism of coping um we have walls that we do not want people to cross boundaries and walls are very there's a fine line boundaries are healthy walls are toxic Walls keep people out on purpose. Boundaries give other people the lay of the land and allow and give them kind of a blueprint on how to treat us. Walls completely shut people out and down and also shut you out and down from other people. And that's toxic. And it's a result of probably trauma and unhealed wounds that you haven't wanted or haven't had time or the capacity to really accept or understand yet which is okay but once you have that awareness that hey i have wounds i have shit that i gotta deal with and i need to deal with it because of whatever reason that's when the walls come melting down and you got to be okay with it you have to be okay with being seen and heard we all want to be seen and heard but we never really understand at the point when we are seen and heard what are we going to do and it's okay, that's okay too, to be really lost in the unknown, but we really got to understand that we're in the unknown first. And we have to be aware that it's okay to be in the unknown and that we don't have all the answers and that the universe will grant us the answers once we open up ourselves to it. 
And to all the girls that have messaged me and DM me and all my clients that are feeling it sexually and intimately with their partners and don't know what to do and are struggling with, you know, their own trauma and baggage. I hear you. I feel you. I see you. I know that it's hard. I need you to communicate. I need you to express to yourself first and then to the people that deserve to hear it that deserve to know what's going on with you and it's okay it's okay to let people in sometimes but you got to let yourself in on it first you got to recognize that there's an elephant in the room that you need to address and that you deserve all the love and all the sex good sex and all the intimacy and all the partnership and all the relationship that you desire you just gotta ask for it and know that you're worthy to get what you want regardless of what you've been through i hope this made sense it was impromptu i love you guys so much peace